0: That's up to $125 off. Just visit armwire.style slash minimalish. That's armwire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E, dot style slash minimalish to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armwire today. Here on the show each week, let's walk towards simple together. Hi friend, welcome back to Minimalish. I am so excited about today's episode. We are talking all about rhythms, routines, and systems, which is part of one of my favorite things to talk about. I really believe every woman and mom can benefit from this subject especially as moms we have like a th- million decisions to make in a day. I think the number of average decisions a person makes is like 35,000 in a day. That's a lot. Moms I think make even more because we are responsible for tiny humans and a bunch of other things depending on, you know, what you do and what your life situation is. We make a lot of decisions and that leads to decision fatigue, which is what gets us to this place of being overwhelmed. So, today is really about the mental clutter that happens through that. And rhythms and routines help us with that mental clutter. They can also help us with physical clutter. So, they're just all around amazing. Now, for some of us, rhythms and routines come naturally. Maybe you live for that kind of stuff. For me, that just honestly has not been my story, and I'm going to talk to you about that today and how even though rhythms and routines were not in my nature and they really still aren't in my nature, they have changed my life and they're still really important and they've been really important to me. So, I also have a short guest interview to share with you today. I'll be chatting solo with you for about half the episode, and then I'm going to have my friend Abby sharing her own systems around creating routines as well. She's going to be sharing about her menu planning and grocery shopping system, and I think you're going to love hearing about that. She's also going to kind of share with you her step-by-step process for making systems. I know I personally love hearing how other people do their routines and create routines, so I think you're going to enjoy it. Before we dive into all that, though, I'm going to share a quick word from a listener. This is the part of the show where I just give your voice some space because, you know, Minimalish is not just a podcast, it's a community of amazing, encouraging women and moms. I just love this community. But today, I'm going to share with you a testimonial from one of the women in my master course. If you don't know, I have a master course where I help you apply realistic minimalism to your home, your schedule, and your mindset. And Kristen is a mom of two, and here's what she has to say about the course. Kristen says, I've said this before, but I will say it again. I have done so many decluttering challenges and programs before. I would always get some done and then get sidetracked and never finish with what I started. The way this course is set up allowed me the time, and most importantly, the motivation I needed to actually follow through and finish decluttering. I'm not done yet, but I am so much closer to feeling lighter, more peaceful, and to be able to enjoy my life more instead of just existing in it. While I haven't been able to get my whole family on board with my mindset shifts, this course gave me the tools I needed to deal with the challenge, among others. I learned that it's okay to find peace with where I am, but to still strive for more, or in this case, less. There's no set number of things I need to get rid of in order to feel better about my current season of life, and that was really encouraging to hear. I didn't feel guilty about the things I was letting go of, but I also didn't feel guilty about the things I wanted to keep, And to me, that was equally as important. I also love the community of wonderful women I shared the experience with. Such a positive, loving, and supportive group. Thank you, Desiree, for your inspiration, support, encouragement, and for all the hard work you put into this course for us. There aren't enough good things I can say about it. I'm so grateful I found this community. Kristen, oh my goodness. Guys, I could honestly cry reading this to you. Not to get sappy, but it's just really everything I hoped and prayed for this course. If you don't know this, I'm a former teacher. I have an episode where I talk about why I no longer teach in the public school system and how minimalism helped me actually make that choice and step down from that career, which was a much needed decision. So I won't talk about that here, but I do wanna let you know that this journey of course creating has been one of my favorite things. I've loved encouraging the students in this master course. I've absolutely loved creating it. The live calls are like my favorite part of my week. I love doing these live question and answer and coaching calls. And I just love the community. I actually do love teaching so much. I'm a trained teacher and it's just been such a joy for me to get to teach through this course To teach what I really believe in about realistic minimalism and about how it can be applied to your life and it can bring you just so much peace and so much joy that you didn't know was possible. And doing this course with these amazing women who have made such amazing strives, like Kristen described in their homes and in their lives, it's just been like one of my greatest joys. I'm gonna be sharing more with you because. It's not open right now, but in a couple of weeks, I'll be opening the doors back up to this course that Kirsten's talking about. But what I really am excited about today is that I'm opening up an opportunity for you to get a little taste of what my courses are like. Again, my master course isn't open right now, so that's not what I'm talking about. I wanted to offer you a shorter program about a subject that I really think is life-changing, that I really am passionate about, And it fits right in with realistic minimalism for me. And that's the topic of this podcast episode, rhythms and routines. So I created a mini course on rhythms and routines. I'm so excited about it. So today in this episode, you're going to get a taste for why I believe rhythms and routines are so important and some ways that you can implement them into your life. But if you want further support, I've created a mini course that will help guide you through creating your own rhythms and routines that makes sense for your life and your season. It includes five video lessons and one of those being a bonus lesson, which is actually a question and answer about morning routines because so many of you ask me about my morning routine. If you can't wait to hear more about it, you can go to desireandriescom courses right now and get a better idea of what it's all about. Again, this is a super affordable mini course. It's there to really help you dig into this idea of rhythms and routines, create and implement a rhythm for your days and routines that you want to be creating right now. It's just like in-depth guidance on that. You also get a coupon for the master course. So yeah, get in that course. So the course actually includes an ebook. And if you were on the launch team of the podcast, You got this ebook as a thank you gift. So it's very updated since then, but I'm just letting you know that's what it is. If you happen to be one of those few that were original listeners to the podcast and got your hands on that ebook, this course goes along with that ebook. It is an in-depth dive into those concepts in that ebook. So anyways, here it goes. I'm not an organized person. I've spent countless hours setting up new planners, new organizational systems, absolutely loving the idea of a fresh start and a new, organized life. And time after time, I've failed. I've ended up, once again, with appointments that I have forgotten because, well, I didn't write them down in that new planner I set up. I've ended up overbooking myself, And I've ended up with a life and a home that has felt unmanageable. I've lived like this most of my life. And then I found minimalism. Simplifying my possessions made an extreme difference in my life. My home started to feel manageable, and I started to have more brain space to think about making my life more manageable too. But minimalism in the sense of simplifying possessions didn't fix everything. I still couldn't quite get a hold on my wildly unorganized to-do list. I couldn't quite figure out how to simplify my schedule and my life, even after I simplified my home and my possessions. Then, one day, I found my missing link. I needed to establish anchors within my days. I needed rhythms and routines that acted as a guide for each week, each day, sometimes each hour. It's not a perfect solution, and some days when I step off the routine, my days get jumbled again. Most days though, my life feels lighter. I can breathe and not wonder what I'm forgetting. I don't feel overwhelmed, like all of my responsibilities are weighing down on me and I don't even know where to start. I used to feel this way every day, but since I've established rhythms and routines that work for me, I get so much more done with so much less anxiety. If you're feeling overwhelmed, I wrote this for you. So guys, that's just part of the intro of this ebook. And I just wanted to read that to you to let you know where I'm coming from when I talk about rhythms and routines. Now, rhythms, routines, and systems are all different, but they go hand in hand. I want to talk to you quickly about the definition of rhythms and routines and why I think they're important. To me, rhythms are more fluid. They provide basically an overall structure for the day. When I think of rhythms, I think if we set them up properly, it's basically just like a little guide for our day. And when we set them up purposefully, a good day can flow out of these rhythms. Routines are more like a set of directions. They're usually shorter, they're usually specific for a certain part of the day, while rhythms are kind of like an overall day thing. At least that's how I define them. Routines are meant to be followed from beginning to end, step by step. So what I'm going to do today is I'm going to dive into rhythms. Rhythms because I personally love the daily rhythm that I've established in my life. And I've actually gotten requests before to do like a day in my life episode. While I'm not really doing that, I am gonna share with you my daily rhythm and what it looks like for me. So I just want to note that my friend Adrian, a couple of weeks ago on the second copy date, coffee date episode of this podcast, she talked about family rhythms and she kind of talked about how her family rhythms looked like having kind of like a theme to each day of the week. I love that idea. And for me, rhythm a rhythm is more about like an outline to my day. So that's what I'm sharing with you is kind of like an overall outline to my day. And If you want to create a rhythm for your day, I'm going to give you a couple of tips after I share my own rhythm with you for how you can start creating your rhythm. And then I'm going to give you a couple of tips on how you can kind of decide what routines and rhythms you need to create and how to begin creating them. Okay, so my personal daily rhythm, reminder, this is like a map for my day. That's what I think of rhythms to be, like an overall map for my day. So I'm going to read this off to you, but I also want you to know that it's also kind of like my routines are within this rhythm. So a little bit of what I am going to read is kind of a peek at my routines as well. So what my daily rhythm looks like, it's kind of like time blocks, okay? So my first time block of my day is early morning. So there's an early morning rhythm for me, and basically what fits in that early morning rhythm is my morning routine, my wake-up, and my morning routine. So I wake up in between an hour to like two hours, sometimes even three hours before Gemma wakes up, and I wake up at least 30 minutes before I start working, And during that 30 minutes, I really do my focused morning routine, which is kind of like my me time, my devotional, coffee, my affirmations, anything else that fits in that time. And then I get to work. So that's my early morning rhythm. And it is very quiet and still. I don't do much else during that time. It's very set as well. So really, like I said, a a routine fits within that section of my rhythm. And basically, there's probably routines that fit within each part of my rhythm. So my next time block is my morning with Gemma. So my daughter wakes up between 7.30 and 8.30. I nurse her. I change her. Um, Right now we're potty training. So that's a different story and more routine that's coming into it. We do breakfast together. So this is kind of an example of how within my rhythm, within my daily outline, I put things in here that are very purposeful, are things that I want to remember to do and they are things that are important to me but they're not necessarily a set routine. I don't have routines around every single thing. I don't have like a breakfast routine and a I don't know, nap time routine and a evening routine and a dinner routine. I don't have that many routines. I only personally focus on a morning routine and a cleaning routine. And that's really about it for me. Um, I also have like a meal planning, grocery shopping routine, but those are more weekly things. Those aren't necessarily daily things. So I really include all of that in my homemaking slash cleaning routine. But either way, things like this next thing I'm going to share with you, which is breakfast are really the purposeful parts of my day that I want to make sure happen every day, but they're not really part of a routine. They're part of just a rhythm, a flow to my day. And that is making breakfast and making a point to eat with my daughter, whether that's just for a few minutes and then, you know, getting up to go and put away dishes. But I just want to make a point to really connect with her and talk to her in that morning time. And then there during that morning block there, that's when we kind of get out of the house. If we are going to visit family or do errands or anything like that. I also typically do my cleaning routine during that time as well, which is just 20 Minutes or less, honestly, of some kind of cleaning task that I need to do for the day. The nap time block is next, and during that time, I do a quick tidy and I work. That's really it. Then, in my late afternoon, when Gemma wakes up around three or so, that's when she has a lot of independent play. Sometimes we put the TV on for some screen time, and I make dinner, and my husband arrives home in this block of time. Right now, it's summer, so our r- rhythm looks a little different. He's home all day. So Things look a little different right now, but this is just like basic for most of the year. And then in the evening, Gemma's nighttime routine happens during that time block with Nick and the rest of, and the rest of the night is just for rest and, you know, making sure that I'm set up for the next day. And of course my nightly reset, which is so important. And that's part of my cleaning routine. So as you can see, this is just like a really an outline of the day. For you, what I would suggest is just to list out what your day currently looks like. If you had to outline what your day looks like, just do it. What does your day currently look like? And then that's when you start to look at your day and decide, okay, what would I like my day to look like? You look at each block of time in your day. What rhythms would I like to set that would make this day more purposeful? What would I like to add into this that would make it more purposeful? So do that, list it out, list out your whole day and then decide what would I like to make more purposeful? What's not working right now? Maybe your mornings feel really chaotic. What's not working? What do you need to do in your mornings instead to feel more purposeful, to feel more peace in your daily rhythms? So like I said, rhythms can change. When I first wrote the Rhythms and Routines ebook, my rhythm was so much different. There were like multiple naps happening throughout the day. Things look different now and rhythms change with changing seasons. Literally for us, rhythms change in the summer versus the rest of the year because my husband's a teacher. But either way, they are a guide and they keep me intentional because I add things in here to this outline that if I ever need to center myself, I look over this outline and I realize, okay, these are the things that I've decided were important. Why am I getting away from them? Well, that's why I think rhythms are important. I really think that this can be helpful for everyone. And maybe you think that making a mock mock schedule of your day sounds silly. Um, For me, it just, I I need this to stay organized and to just function more in a purposeful manner. So try it out. Don't knock it till you try it, okay? And I want you to, I want to also kind of give you a little rundown on if you did want to create some type of rhythm or routine, you didn't know where to start. First of all, I do suggest starting with a rhythm, a full-on outline for your day. And then I suggest starting with one routine. If you cannot get your handle on like any kind of routine, start with one and decide what is getting away from you in your day. So that's the question to ask yourself. What's getting away from you? Like when things get chaotic, what gets left behind? And for me, that was always cleaning. And it's also always like The things I care about most, like doing a daily devotional and prayer, that stuff would get left behind. So I had to establish routines around those two things, which was my morning routine is when I do that devotional time and my cleaning routine, you know, helps me at least have a list that I should be going through each week. It's not perfect. Okay. Sometimes these things still get left behind a little bit. It's not about perfection. It's about improvement, honestly, and it has helped me improve so much. So I highly recommend this. The mini course is going to outline this more specifically for you. It's going to really help you set up a routine, set up rhythms and actually get to the follow through, get to setting up your purpose statements, having that help guide you through it. So really get into this mini course. If this is of interest to you, if this is something you struggled with, I want you to be able to get in this course because I really believe this is something that has helped me so much. And I believe it can help you too. Okay. Now let's move forward. I am going to share my interview with, with Abby Barstow. She is the systems mama. She talks all about this idea of systems in this interview. She does talk a little bit about routines, but she also talks about systems, which is what she's all about. And she's a blogger and she's a mom and a wife. And I really love chatting with her. And I know you're going to enjoy this interview as well. All right. Here's my interview with Abby. Hi, Abby. Thanks so much for coming on the show. I'm so excited to chat with you about systems and routines. That has definitely helped me in my life as a mom. So I can't wait to hear kind of what you do and your perspective. But before we get started, can you tell our listeners a little bit more about who you are and what you do?
1: Sure. Um, thank you so much for having me on the show I'm really excited. Um, I've been listening for a while now and so it's fun to be on here. Um, But I'm Abby. I am a blogger, wife, mom to three kids. Um, My husband and I got married a year after I graduated from high school and we got pregnant with our first son three months after the wedding. And so we've just had like this crazy busy life together. We've had a big event every single year. Um, Like in 2012, I graduated high school. 2013, we got married. 2014, our first son was born. In 2015, we bought a house. In 2016, our second son was born. In 2017, we bought our first car together, which was a minivan. And in in 2018, we had our baby girl. Um, So yeah, this June, we will celebrate six years of marriage. And when I'm not blogging or wrangling the kids, (laughs) um, you can find me serving at church where my husband is the IT director and I help in kids ministry.
0: That's awesome. That's super fun and probably like also a little bit crazy that you've done everything so quickly and just like, Every year after year has had a big event. Do you ever worry like what happens in the year that
1: (laughs) there's no big event? I know. Well, see, that's what we always think. And then there's always something like (laughs) the year or something, something comes up. And so, yeah, we thought this year would be a quiet year, but there's some just busy things going on at church this year that are just going to make this year also just another busy one, which is good. We (laughs) all do well when it's busy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hi friend. I need to tell you about Lola. Lola is a female founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all natural cleansing wipes. All the things that we need once a month. The company was founded on a simple idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products we really should care about the ingredients that are in these products. With Lola, you'll get 100% natural ingredients. When I found out that major brands actually use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester, I was happy to know that companies like Lola actually exist because their products are free of these added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, and dyes. Plus, Lola makes your month simpler, which you know I'm all about. You'll get a monthly subscription box, which is fully customizable, full of only the things that you actually need. I also really love that with every purchase, Lola donates feminine care products to homeless shelters across the U.S. I really love that a small discreet box is delivered right to my door each month because... I actually am the type that is going to forget and run out at that time of the month. It's a subscription box that I'm definitely happy to have because it keeps me on top of something that is needed. For 40% off your first month's subscription, go to mylolo.com and enter minimalish in all caps when you subscribe. All right, friend, let's get back to the show. And... It sounds like kind of what you do and like your work is as a blogger is kind of around systems and routines. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure like with your busy life these past six years, you've needed that. So I want you to talk a little bit about what you do with Systems Mama and like why you started it. Um, Does it relate to like
1: those busy years of your life in the past Mm -hmm. few years? Um, yeah, um, on the Systems Mama, I help overwhelmed mamas create and implement systems and routines so that they can be unoverwhelmed. overwhelmed um, I talk about all things motherhood, routines and systems and really anything about that will help moms be less overwhelmed. That's awesome. So tell me kind of your, your philosophy behind
0: it. Why do you think
1: systems and routines are important? Well, I define systems, um, just in case anyone isn't 100% sure, um, as systems are a set way to complete a repeated task. Um, so it's just a set way to do housework, a set way to menu plan, and just set daily routines. Um, and we all have systems in place in our homes, we just don't always realize it. Um, so, for example, you probably load and unload the dishwasher the same time, same way each time um, you start on the same side and put certain dishes in certain spots and that's a system. Um, I just like to get intentional with my systems systems and I like to help moms do the same thing. Um, and when I tell moms about our daily routines, I can kind of see that they're turned off by the word routine. Um, cause they don't want to feel trapped or controlled by the routine. Um, they just want to be kind of free spirited. Um, but even if people are apprehensive, apprehensive of routines, um, I just always tell tell them that it's just super life changing and it's just so important for the kids as well as you as a mom. Um, And systems and routines can be whatever you need them to be. They can be um, super detailed or more broad, um, whatever works for you and because something different works for every home. So it may take some trial and error to find what works for your family. But yeah, systems and routines are just going to help you keep priorities in line, provide structure and stability for your children, and they really help you be more productive and efficient. We could not have done the last six years of craziness if we didn't have solid systems in place to help us, you know, remember each step along the way.
0: Yeah, that makes so much sense. And I can agree. I am someone who, like, I am not a super organized person. I'm not a super, like, I've never been, like, a tidy person. So I've never really thought of, Mm -hmm. like, I think for a lot of my life, I've wanted a routine. Like, I've thought, like, I need a morning routine. And then, but I've never really like I never would implement it. So obviously I was thinking like, I'm not the type of person that can do this. Right. So um, cause I'm just like all over the place. But the reason I was all over the place is, I mean, it's part of my personality, but also like I wasn't embracing the fact that systems and routines can work. So I've seen this a lot in my life as well. Um, and I'd love to know, like for me, like I just said, a morning routine has been like a huge anchor in my day. Um, yeah but i'd love to know what systems and routines do that you have that make your life easier
1: yeah um i mean i have systems in place for basically everything in my life um But the kind of the essential homemaking systems that I have in place and recommend that everyone else kind of starts with um, are a to-do list system, a cleaning routine, laundry system, which is the one that I usually kind of slack on, um, menu planning system, grocery shopping routine, and daily routines. So there's the six essential ones that I always recommend people starting with. Um, and outside of household systems, I also have systems in place for my businesses. Um, and I use a for most of my business system organizing. And then for household things, I use Trello. Um, I use both Asana and Trello because even though they're both, um, project management softwares, um, they are just very different. And I find that Trello works best for, um, like household things and like planning things like that.
0: Yeah. I love that. I've never used Asana before, but I've used Trello quite a bit and I really do like it. I think yeah, it's
1: a- I had never tried Asana before until a few months ago when my husband made um, the switch at our church. Like he had everyone switch over from Asana to Trello or from Trello to Asana and um, I was like, okay, fine. I'll give it a go since I have to use it for church and love it for my businesses as well. That's awesome i have to look into that. Um,
0: okay, so can you take us through maybe one of your systems? Um, maybe the one you think is most important or just the one, you know, you like the most. Can you yeah. kind of take us through what it looks like in your life, even though it might look totally different for another person?
1: Yeah, um, so I can walk you through my menu planning and grocery shopping systems because they kind of go together. Yeah. Uh, and it's always super important for I just want to express to everyone that you need to show yourself grace in these systems. So even though I do have like a set way that I do this, it doesn't happen like this every single week. Um, some weeks I don't end up doing the menu planning until the morning I'm grocery shopping. And sometimes I forget I don't have time to menu plan. I just need to get to the store and get basics. Um, so doesn't always happen exactly how it's supposed to, but give yourself some grace. Um, I know I have to give myself a lot of grace. <laughs> yeah. So for my menu planning and grocery shopping um, system, I do my grocery shopping on Friday mornings. So on Thursdays, I do my menu planning. Um, I do my menu planning in Trello, and I've been using that system for a super long time. Um, Inside of Trello, I have three boards that I use for menu planning. Um, My menu planning board, my recipe box board, and my recipes to try board. And on the boards with recipes, I have cards for different recipes. And inside that card, it has a link to the website source, and a copy of the ingredients and the directions so that everything is right there in that card. And I don't have to click around or do anything like that. I don't forget where I found the recipes. Um, Yeah, so everything's in one place. Um, Once I'm done choosing my recipes and creating the menu plan, so I just copy and paste those cards, copy those cards from the recipes boards into my menu planning board and choose, you know, put it in the breakfast list or the dinners, et cetera. Um, Once I'm done choosing those recipes, um, I add all of the ingredients onto my grocery list. Um, I use the app Anylist for my grocery shopping, and it's amazing. I've tried literally every single grocery list app you can download. Um, I've tried them all, but Anylist is definitely my favorite one. Um, so yeah, so on Thursdays, I do the Trello menu planning and put everything into any list. Um, and then Friday mornings, I get the kids ready for the day and head out to the grocery store first thing in the morning. I try to leave the house by nine o'clock in the morning, every single Friday. Doesn't always happen. Um, sometimes it's later, sometimes it doesn't happen till the evening, but, um, the goal is by 9am. And then, um, at the grocery store, which is usually Aldi, um, because that's where the cheapest. Um, I have a set path that I take through the store. Um, So having this kind of set path that I go through the grocery store um, really cuts down on like wandering back and forth and like not really having a plan because I will just wander. Mm -hmm. Um, So that really saves time. Um, And then when we get home from grocery shopping and errand running, I clean out the fridge first. Um, I try to wipe it down every week and then put the groceries away any produce that needs washed I put into a strainer in the sink um, And spray my fruit and veggie wash on it to soak while I put some groceries away Then I rinse them off and let them dry out while I finish putting groceries away Um, I do any food prep that I can get done, which is typically breakfast for the kids for the week um, and um everything that I prep or cut, um, gets put into glass Pyrex containers and labeled using washi tape. Um, and I write what is in the container and then I either write the date that it goes into the container or if it had a best buy date, I put that on the tape. Um, so yeah, it's kind of a lot, but, um, that's pretty much what it takes to menu plan and grocery shop. And, um, yeah, and I can pretty much do it on autopilot at this point because I've been doing it this way for so many years. Um, and really having this set menu planning and grocery shopping system um, helps us to eat healthier, saves us money um, because we have a menu planned all, planned all out and we have those ingredients in the house um, so we don't eat out as often. And it does help me at least stay close to on budget with my grocery budget. Um So yeah, that's definitely my favorite one. Um, I used to work at a cafe before I had kids and I was um, one of the people in charge of doing prep for the cafe. So I did all the like, prepped all of the food that would go upstairs to be cooked on the floor. Um, And so I love doing that, love labeling all the containers and organizing them and all of that. So I really enjoy that that system specifically.
0: Yeah, and I mean, like you said, it kind of might it might sound like there's a lot involved in all of that. And I know I was um, just thinking about meal planning and grocery shopping and thinking about how my system for it has actually changed more recently, just because I've started using grocery delivery a little bit more often. Um, And it will probably change again once the summer comes. But it's interesting that like, I feel like that part of our lives, like no matter how convenient, how much convenience there is, like it does take a good chunk of time um, if we're being intentional about it. But I like how you, even to the point of like putting your stuff away, like that's part of your system because, and the way that you do it, the way that you label it, because that I'm sure makes your life so much easier later in the week.
1: Yeah. And I know that if I don't have it like as a set part of my routine, I will forget to do it. Like I will forget to like wipe down the fridge for like a couple weeks. And by then it's like disgusting. So yeah, we've had our fridge for, um, since we moved into this house and it still looks pretty much brand new other than dense on the outside from the kids. (laughs) But that's because I clean it every single week just about. So.
0: Yeah. I love that you kind of put all that together within one big like system. Um, So would you say like, like how long does it take to go through, or I guess maybe even like what are the sets or what are the steps to making a system, like a habit, if that makes sense. Like what are the steps to making a system and, and putting it into action and then it become like that second nature to you?
1: Sure. Um, So I have a three-step framework that I follow when I'm creating any system or anytime that I feel like I need to update a system because like you said, things change. Um, So as schedules change, my grocery shopping um, system and routine may change at some point. Um, But my three-step process or framework is um, observe, create, implement. So it's um, kind of analyzing your current routine, what's working, what's not. Um, and then it's creating the actual routine. And you need to like keep that analyzing portion in mind while you're creating your routine. And then it's implementing. I always recommend that people take um, at least one week minimum to um, kind of decide if a routine is going to work or not. And that's one week of being really strict with it. And then after that week, you can start kind of being more flexible Um, but I always recommend at least one week of like strictly following that system a routine Um, but really like you can't really tell until like a month um, into it if that routine is going to be the one that sticks but after that first week you'll know for sure if if you like need to change everything. Yeah,
0: that's great. I love that system (laughs) or that system to making systems Um, that framework. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, well Do you have any kind of last encouragements? I have a few more questions for you, but before we kind of move on to my like typical guest questions that I ask everyone, um, do you have any encouragements to moms out there who feel like you know they're not good at routines or routines aren't for them?
1: So I'm guessing that mama who feels that way um, just hasn't found the right system or routine for her because something different works in every home. So just because whatever influencer you're following right now does does her grocery shopping this way, doesn't mean that's going to work perfectly for you. Um, you can definitely, like, I take inspiration from other routines. Um, that's part of my observed step in my three-step framework um, is kind of getting inspiration. But I always, like, you need to customize things a good amount to make sure that it fits um, your family well. Um, and then you need to do that one week minimum trial. Um, so even if you think systems or and routines aren't for you, um, just give it a week and see what changes. Um, I can be, I can pretty much promise you that you're going to see major differences just after that one week. Um, and I also just always remind moms that you need to give yourself a lot of grace. Um, we aren't made to do it all. And, um, Sometimes some areas are going to fall behind. And like I said, that's for me, that's the laundry system. If I'm super busy, my laundry doesn't get done. We just fall behind on laundry. Um, And so we just need to give ourselves grace. And then when you add kids into the mix, they're always going to be throwing curve balls. Um, But once you have those systems in place, it's so much easier to get back on track when you've been thrown one of those curveballs. Yeah, definitely. I can
0: relate to kind of the idea of you know, giving yourself so much grace, because I think in the past, I have seen that certain things will fall away. And I think like, okay, if I've gotten this routine, like, why am I not doing it perfectly at this point? And if you don't give yourself grace, you're just going to fall into like, you know, just thinking you failed and not picking back up on it and then starting at square one. So I love, I love that advice and that encouragement. Okay. So two last questions that I have for you are questions that I ask every guest. And the first one is what is something that you're simplifying right now?
1: I feel like I'm always kind of changing something just because I love working on my systems and everything. Um, but right now I'm like right in the middle of working on a solid birthday party planning system and really simplifying that process. Um, Cause I've never had a good system in place, but we really love celebrating birthdays with big parties for our kids. Nothing like You know, we're not spending thousands and thousands of dollars on it or anything. um, But we just really love having family over to celebrate the kids' birthdays. Um, And all of my kids have summer birthdays. And so we do a lot of birthday parties in a short amount of time. So I've created a Trello board for birthday party planning. And so far this new system has been working really well and it's really simple. um, And it's just made it so much easier. And so far I have not forgotten anything. I have a terrible memory, so I usually forget things. Um, So having this new party planning system um, in place has been just super helpful and has really simplified um, planning for me.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. I love that idea. So what's something that you can't stop talking about? Something you're loving, something you want to tell everyone else
1: about? So Trello and Asana. um, I pretty much just always talk about them. My one best friend and I are always talking about them together because we're both like super into systems. Um, But I just love my systems, totally need them, their necessities. Um, And so I'm always telling people about Trello and Asana because that's what I use. Um, And I'm always like persuading people to try one of them out for, you know, whichever one I think is going to be best for them. So, yeah. Pretty much daily, I talk to someone about Trello or Asana.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's awesome. I'm gonna. I, you might see an email from me being like, "What can I use Asana for?" Because yeah, um, it sounds like something I've heard a lot about it. So it sounds like something that could help me stay organized in a few ways that I'm lacking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, awesome. Thank you so much. This chat has been super helpful for me. I know it's going to be helpful for everyone listening in right now. Um, and w- before we go, where are the places where um, our listeners can find you?
1: Yeah, um, the systemsmama.com um, is my website and the blog is on there. Links to my email list and my free resource library is on there um, um, on Instagram. I am at Abby Barstow, so that's ABBY. B-A-R-S-T-O-W. Um, and on Facebook, it's the systems mama. So yeah, that's pretty much, I hang out on Instagram a lot, sharing the stories. My kids are usually singing in my stories. So <laughs> lots to share on there. <laughs> that's
0: awesome. Okay. And we will link all of those places in the show notes so that our listeners can find you. All right. Thanks so much um once again for being on here sharing all about your systems and routines and how they help simplify life because that's what i'm all about and i know that it's gonna help other moms for sure
1: yeah awesome thank you so much
0: for having me i really enjoyed it all right friend i hope you enjoyed this episode Share it with a friend if you did. Screenshot yourself listening in. Share it on Instagram. Make sure you tag me at Podcast so I can see what you're loving about the show and I can also thank you for sharing. And a reminder that if you need help with rhythms and routines, if you want to dive into this conversation even deeper, check out my mini course. I am so excited about it. I cannot wait to help guide you through this. And make sure to check out Abby as well at the Systems Mama because she has a program around creating systems and actual like specific types of systems in your everyday life so check out what she's doing over there and that's all for today's episode i hope you've enjoyed this abundance of guest episodes in july i've been really enjoying taking a break from solo episodes and sharing guests with you and i will be back to The regular, like every other week, solo episodes soon. So, if you enjoyed that, just know that that's coming back. I know you're enjoying these guest episodes as well, but I just wanted to kind of let you know this was intentional. This is kind of my way of taking a little summer break from the show, but also giving you great content still through letting out guest episodes because when it comes down to it, for me, the solo episodes are just harder and more vulnerable than the guest episodes. Anyways, All of that aside, I hope you're having a great week. I hope you continue to have a great week and I hope you continue to take whatever action it is that you need to, to walk towards simple today. Maybe that looks like creating some type of rhythm and routine. All right, friend, thanks so much for being here and I will talk to you on the show again next week. Seeking the truth never gets old.